It's the Capacity the Geek Christmas Special, brought to you by Sprite Cranberry. Now, we take you now to our hosts, Alex, Bobby, and Walter. Hey guys, Alex here from Capacity the Geek, and I'm joined as always with Bobby and Walter. Say hey guys. Hey everybody. I quit the show. Why do you quit the show? <laughs> <laughs> Sprite Cranberry. We're sponsored by Sprite Cranberry. Sprite Cranberry. Sprite, Sprite Cranberry. Sprite Cranberry. Sprite Cranberry. Sprite Cranberry. It's totally legit. Bobby. It's, it's not the same. Do you want a Sprite Cranberry? Not this year. <laughs> it's not that bad this year, Bob. It tastes it's like not a that fucking bad. air freshener. No, it doesn't. Shut the fuck up. You have very weird flavor comparisons. Okay, that, 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 that's a little, yeah. I'm sorry, but you're, you're the one with the childlike palate. Okay, first he says the new Mountain Dew tastes like carpet cleaner. It literally, like, you get that carpet powder feeling in the back of your throat. Which one? The the melon one? No, not melon one? Yeah, the blue one. They have a melon-flavored one. I gave it to Walter. Oh, Frostbite. Yeah, that one. It, yeah. it tastes like, you, you get that carpet cleaner you, feeling in the back of your throat. You didn't give that one to me. I think you drank it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was supposed to. <laughs> anyway, guys, Christmas time is here. And we're together. And I am wearing a holiday sweater. That must mean one thing. It's time for our Christmas special. Now, if you guys remember our Christmas special from last year, we had to do a little bit of our NPR voices while we were in you guys' apartment. But now, we're in my house, the usual recording space, and I'm home alone. So, guys, fuck! Fuck! No, thank you. Bobby. <laughs> It's tradition. God damn it. Please, please knock me out. But we have some even uh, even more special holiday cheer for y'all today because uh, we're not just doing Christmas specials. We're doing full on Christmas movies. That's right, guys. We are doing not one, not two, not three, but four Christmas movies, each picked by our hosts. Now, you're going to say, there's only three sad motherfuckers on this show. Not four, but not today. Introducing, you heard him several times, uh, you heard me talk about him several times on our show, my old roommate, Tyler. Hey, all three of you? Yes. Accurate. So, um, pretty much. Thanks. Thanks. The other one's my dad. <laughs> right. So... What we're going to be doing is we're going to each pick a Christmas movie and we're going to do our capacity to geek thing where we're going to talk about it for like 15 minutes and then get bored. And then we're going to watch the next one and the next one and the next one. So, yeah, this is going to be a great episode for you guys. If you guys, uh, you know, want to listen to the show now that Tyler is on the show, there's only two people watching the show now. But, uh. And I know we like to do gift giving before, or we like to do gift giving after our show or topic has been called, but I have something to start. Oh, oh no. Oh. Alex, there's a backpack there. Oh, geez. You guys want to describe what I'm doing? Um, uh, he's got large boxes and a small box on top of the large boxes. Two very large boxes, one medium size. 
I'm not sure if I'm about to be handed donuts or clothing. All right. All right. The three of you have uh, your boxes? Yeah. All right. Open them. Oh. 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 Oh, I love it. I love it. All right. Is that a gorilla? Yes. <laughs> because you're monkey. Yes. Uh, I love all it. All right. Uh, so what, what do we got, boys? I I have a gorilla Christmas sweater. This is this is this is me. This is everything I could have ever wanted. And I have Ein, the data dog, on a Christmas sweater. If you don't know Ein, Cowboy Bebop, don't don't wait around for the Netflix version. Just watch the original. And I have a Christmas sweater with Velociraptors on it because Velociraptors are awesome. Right. All right, so why don't you guys uh, change sweaters real quick, and then we'll get on to the first movie. All right, and we're back, and we all have our Christmas sweaters on. Yes. Festive. You wanted to say something to him. Oh, so, so Tyler, back to the Velociraptor thing. Can you make Velociraptor noises? No, I can't. I, I shouldn't. I'm not going to. <laughs> Somebody uh, reach out to Nick Schultz and uh, get on the podcast Captain? at some point. Yes. Oh, yeah, we can get Captain. He, he makes Velociraptor sounds. Very nice. Why are you doing NPR voice? Yeah, yeah there's but... no need to do NPR voice. Hey, Walter, there's there... no need to shove my foot up your ass. But I'm about to do that if you keep on criticizing my NPR voice. So, Bobby, yes. why don't you start us off with uh, describe what our first movie is? Oh, our first movie is an anime. Um... Big shock, the, the the best way I could put it before you guys watch is uh, get ready to kind of trip and get sad both at the same time. And then get happy again. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. Uh, commence the uh, mindfuckery, I guess. Hey, Bobby. What? What's the name of the movie? It's uh, Tokyo Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> also, right. also before before we go to watch the movie, I would like to uh, flash back to our first episode when Bobby called himself a former weeb. Oh, come on, Walter. We we have established that Bobby is very much in the weeb camp throughout the entire year and a half run of Capacity the Geek. I just wanted to reiterate that. Yeah. Any uh, any uh, any. Uh, you want to defend yourself a little, Bob? Look, man. Look. Do I look like I sit in my fucking bedroom all day and watch Gundam Wing while, you know, jerking it to fucking robots? Yes. Incorrect. <laughs> no, that, that looks more like Walter over here. They're 4,000-year-old demigod girls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, hey, Mom, she's like <laughs> big, muscly, hairy wrestlers. You had a hard on for Seamus Walter. I was thinking more uh, Ric Flair. Oh God! Oh God! Too old. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before anybody else makes themselves. <laughs> Come on, guys. We've already donned ourselves with gay apparel. We don't need to. <laughs> Let's just start the movie. And we're back. 
And we just watched Tokyo Godfathers. What the fuck, Bobby? I just wanted to give you guys the uh, gift that uh, keeps on giving, which uh, that movie definitely kept on giving. Am I right? Tyler even saw some boobies. Well, you can't say it wasn't boring. Yeah, that was it was anything but boring. Quite entertaining. It was it was it was fun. Yeah. Uh, well, Bobby, congratulations! You've done it. We've officially covered an anime on a capacity geek. You're welcome. It took us it took us this long, and I'm surprised. But we've officially covered an anime on capacity geek. And maybe we'll spend more time talking about it than we did the last uh, Japanese film we covered. I don't know. We went like an on an hour in Last Airbender. That was I, that's not a, that's not a Japanese. That's not Japanese show. at all. What film were, were you referring to? Battle Royale. Oh, oh! <laughs> we had like the fifteenth minute episode. Is, uh... An American property. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it was also a Nickelodeon production. Okay, we've done Original. a lot of Nickelodeon movies. Yeah. You know, Invader Zim, Rocco's Modern Life, Good Burger. You know, covered Rugrats last year for the Halloween special, Christmas special, Christmas special. Christmas we special. we are like we, we are basically you, the Nickelodeon podcast. We have to do well. They actually have a Nickelodeon podcast called the Nickelodeon Podcast, but uh, it's a it's an official one, right? Oh, I think so. You heard about that, like the Nickelodeon Nick Animation Podcast or something like that? Oh, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. They get like yeah, they they had Klasky Chupo on there. Ooh, yeah. Uh, Nick Cannon might be somewhere in there. <laughs> um, no, no, no. But uh, I do want to, in the new season, I would do want to cover Nacho Libre. Because I feel like <laughs> that movie is amazing. And, <laughs> on my face. Yes. And uh, it's directed by the director who directed um, Napoleon Dynamite. That won Best Picture that it year. It did not win Best Fucking Picture. Napoleon Dynamite won Best Picture. It most certainly did not. Look, it couldn't have won Best Picture that year. Space Jam did. Okay, you're right. <laughs> Honorable mention. It, 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 it was nominated. It did win the Golden Globe, though. <laughs> so, Tokyo Godfathers uh, follows the story of three homeless vagrants in uh, basically downtown Tokyo who find a baby girl. And dedicate their night, well, couple nights actually, to trying to find uh, the child's family. And then from there, it goes off on several different. You you just don't know what you're gonna expect, really. No. Yeah. No. No. Um. So why did you pick this, Bobby? I mean. For me, it's, like, hard to really pick out a Christmas movie. So I uh, just happened to remember that this movie literally takes place on Christmas Eve. For, like, uh, a, a little chunk of it. Well, yeah, what is the timeline here? It's from Christmas Eve to New Year's Day? Um, New Year's Eve. New Year's Day. Eve. So it's about five days, I believe. Yeah, but... Uh, Honestly, this is a really nice film. It's, it is. You know, you really feel the emotion in some of these characters. Oh, yeah. They definitely have, you know, kind of tragic backstories, even though there's definitely a lot of twists and turns. Yeah. A lot of and, characters lie. And you can say for at least two of the characters, they in ways put themselves in the situation. How so? Uh, 
the the guy put himself in crippling gambling debt. Oh yeah, yeah, that does tend to do it. That's what happens when you're uh, an alcoholic. And I know the girl had not a great upbringing, but she did fucking stab her father. Well, she thought her her cat got murked or something. (laughs) Yeah, he thought. Which you know, understandable, but still. You don't stab your fucking dad, usually. <laughs> usually. I mean, I don't know. I've never been in a situation where I wanted to stab... Okay, never mind. Yes, I have. But I didn't do it. See, there's a difference between want and executing the action. Wanting is just a thought. Executing the action, that's when it crosses the line to a felony. Well, yeah. And, uh, you know... That depends on where you're at. Please, Bobby, explain to me where stabbing someone isn't a felony. Self-defense. Yes. Wait, hold yeah, on. Where are, you so, where, where are you agreeing with there? Uh, I was agreeing with you. <laughs> oh, okay. And you. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. We're both we're both correct. But right. And besides, if you're in if you're in international waters, uh, who's there to notice? That's right? more justified. You know, yeah, my, mine is the more realistic answer. <laughs> I mean, mine's not unrealistic. It's just you know, how it's often just... are you in international waters? Hey, man, you never know. Like, like, what if you're on a sailboat and then the guy that you're on the sailboat with you get into a disagreement and then all of a sudden you uh, pull out your rapiers and uh, fight <laughs> to the death? Oh, I'm interested in pulling out something. But that's why you don't. I kill mean, a it, sea boy. calm down, Alex. That's why you don't kill a seabird. Do I need the baseball bat and bonk you? No, I'm fine. Send you to horny jail. Uh, I was about to say, uh, you're in the military, uh, get him some Willie Pete, and uh, <laughs> he, he won't be having those thoughts for a while. Well, I, I don't have to do that. I'm a fueler. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. So, well, what were some of you guys' favorite scenes from this movie? Um, I, I really enjoyed that chase scene, like, in the ending part. Where the truck goes into the building, yes. and then the <laughs> fucking taxi cab goes into the hallways. Yes, and the freaking and uh, what's his name gets sandwiched against the wall. Oh again. my god! I thought he was dead. I I thought he was. I thought he was a fucking pancake. Just, but just, I, a, just a hold the fuck up moment there. I have a feeling that I had a feeling that. Well, when I started this movie, I thought at least one of them was going to die. Yeah. The anime does have that reputation for uh, sad shit happening all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah, it's not anime until you get hit with a ton of uh, a uh, ton of death flags, you know? Yeah. Tragic deaths and posing. That's just anime for you. Right. And cliffhangers. That too. <laughs> Very much so. So, um, some of your favorite characters, guys. I mean, I really liked the evolution of Gin. Yeah, Gin. Gin was always fun. That's one of my favorite tropes in anime. Is the from what I've seen, is kind of the grumbly old man character. Like, what's the name of the pig from Dragon Ball? What the pig? The shapeshifter, but he his base form's a pig. Uh, why can't I think of this? Uh, um, I don't think he's on Dragon Ball. So yeah, I'm. I've only seen like <sighs> okay, a hold few on. episodes of. OG Dragon Ball. I think I know who you're oh, oh, about, but I uh, can't remember. It's like a T Oolong. Okay, yeah. 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 You know, where he's kind of like this grumpy, uh, you know, older character. And I mean, that, that, yeah, Oolong. 
But uh, okay, yeah, yeah. No, that's um, uh, you know, like another character, not not typically Japanese, but goes into that older, you know, kind of a dare I say Ronin trope, but Logan. Yeah. Yeah, Wolverine. Yeah. You know, whenever he's with a young teen girl, I, I just I always like that trope of like the grizzled older character, like yeah, just, that, yeah, just hanging out with the peppy. That's you know. part of what I really liked uh, about the last Wolverine movie, Logan. Yeah. Was the dynamic he had with uh, X twenty? Well, yeah, with Laura X twenty three. X twenty three. Which that might be a trilogy we could do for. You do understand the first movie in that trilogy is X Men Oranges. I, th- I, I think X Men Origins Wolverine. We, yeah, but Jeff Lemire. X Men Oranges Wolverine. No, uh, he's he's been very adamant about not wanting to watch. Oh, I think last yeah, time we talked about it, you convinced me, and I was like, "Fine, we'll do it." For oh no, I said that we'll do it after Batman and Robin. Oh, God, no. Man, which one do I want to watch more? Listen to it too. Yeah, I mean, come on. We I even said it last time. Batman and Robin is a fun movie. It's no, not a good it's movie. Not. It's a fun movie. It's awful. Yeah, it's awful. But tune in next time to hear Walter's list of uh, Batman movies. Bad to good. We got to get Doug Walker in here so he can see the Bat credit card. Yeah, but we also got to get him in here so we can beat the shit off him like he got in the uh, Batman trailer. Oh man, I would love to punch Doug Walker in the face. <laughs> Watch this be the one episode he listens to. <laughs> So he's gonna recognize C two E two. Oh my god! Yeah, you want to hit the closest switch to you? Yeah, I mean it could be a it could be a lot worse. This could become the uh, Witch Witch podcast. Oh god, Ooh, Bobby! The what podcast? We'll we'll explain it to you later. Uh-huh. Um. All right. So anything further we want to say on Tokyo Godfathers before we move on? Uh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. Yeah, it was a pleasant surprise, you know. Oh, I, I guess we have to do the thing, right? Okay, so Bobby, Walter, and Tyler, would you guys allow this into our film slash book club Christmas collection? Yeah. Yeah, sure. All right, so it's in there. Uh, So now it's gift time. This is yours, Bobby, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Let me see how it packs the guys and gifts. Oh, this is coming out. Oh, oh, oh my god! It's a Rivers Kono Funko Pop. Guys, I swear, I'm not a fan of Weezer. I just hate women. So, uh, <laughs> so the way I wanted to present that to you was, um, nothing says more about you than the band that you've gone to see the most. Oh god, <laughs> why did you have to say that on air? What, what's something you got, Walter? Ghost, Ghost in the Shell. shell. Uh, 4K Blu-ray. Oh, damn, very nice. That's my exclusive steel book. That's you got cool. the 31. Some gingins. Ginger hard candy. And that the one you did to yourself. So I can yeah. actually watch it. Let me open one of mine here. Oh, this is a big one. And then, oh, the Golden Girls Funko. I just want game. you to wait to open that one. Trust me on this. Trust me on wait this. One. Hold on. Wait till when? You got him a dildo, didn't you? No, 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 no. Do you want me to open this one? Uh, yeah, you can go ahead and open that one. But I, I have something thematic to do with that one. 
see what we got here. It's obviously a DVD of some kind. Oh! Oh! oh. It's the Bob Ross cookbook. Damn. I didn't even know we had a cookbook. I love this. Thank you, Bobby. Not a problem. Um, we're, we're almost there. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Yes. I got it. I got it. Seven, fifty-eight, fifty-nine, sixty. That's four minutes. Go for it. In this world that we're living in, there's so many people wondering. Wait, just wait. The Batman Returns Penguin Pop. As played by How many Christmases are you going to make that joke? Like, until I can figure out how to not make it a thing, because honestly, I don't know how I made it a thing the first year. You uh, got him a pillow. Yes, yes, I know. But you got him a, a Danny DeVito body pillow? Not a body no, no. pillow. It was just a, Thank you for the idea, though. Standard pillow size, but that's still Danny DeVito size. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well now I'm going to look for that. Uh, it was sequined, too, so it, like, you know, discreet it. Oh, I know what you're but, talking about. Now. Yeah. But, Bobby. Yes, you're good. Oh. Okay. What we, we do it after. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, yeah. it would be... Yeah. So he so after each movie we give the gifts. Yeah, so next time it would be my gifts that I'd be giving. And then after your movie, right. it'd be your right. gifts. And then after Tyler's movie, we all fuck off because we didn't make him buy us gifts. Right. Well, he bought me gifts. Yeah. Would you know, very nice of him. Good good boy. I try. But uh our next movie is actually something Tyler and I saw together in theaters for the first time. It is a Christmas movie, in a sense. It's more of a Christmas horror movie, but it's actually one of the better ones out there. Now, when you guys think of Christmas horror movie, what do you guys think of? Santa's Sleigh. Gremlins. The movie that you guys chose. Could you say something like Black Christmas? Or Silent Night, Deadly Night? I haven't Deadly actually Night? seen Black Christmas now. I've been waiting <laughs> to see it, but I haven't seen it yet. Right. There's, there's like four different versions. Of it. Has yeah. it, the latest one. Has everyone here seen Santa's Sleigh? Yes. Yeah. I'm aware of it. Is that, seen it. Isn't it Stone Cold Steve Austin? No, it's, it's, it's a wrestler, it's right? Bi it's Bill Goldberg. I got a fucking Jewish see this man, now. A Jewish man playing a killer saint. <laughs> I want to fucking see this now. Oh, that okay. sounds fun. Santa's Sleigh. Um, okay. It, um, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Well, this year I picked the Michael Dougherty director of one of our original movie reviews, Trick or Treat. We're going to see his take on Christmas, or rather, the legend of Krampus. So what do you guys know about the name Krampus? I know it from the show The League, because there was an episode where one of the characters was like, 
yo, why is there always mall Santas but no mall Krampus? So he dressed as Krampus and went to the mall Santas and scared all the kids. Bobby? Well, we can tell you how I know the movie. Is this something before or after we watch the movie? I mean, it could be before. Okay, what's up? They were, they were playing it at a vape shop I used to frequent around Christmas time. Uh-huh. You know, of all things that they get over on the TV, they, uh... So how much of this movie have you seen? Oh, like, maybe, like, ten minutes. Okay. All right. So, the funny Tyler said Gremlins, because this movie is very Gremlin-esque, where it is kind of like a Christmas horror comedy. Um, which, by the way, Gremlins was one of the ones that Tyler suggested that he do, uh, that we do for the uh, Christmas special, but we want to cover Gremlins 1 and 2 in Season 3. Yeah. So, you know, you try. I'll try. All right. So, without further ado, we'll come back to you after Krampus. And we're back, and we just watched Krampus. So, Bobby and Walter, I'm going to let you guys give your impressions of it first, because this is uh, the new film for you guys. And then uh, Tyler and I will say how we feel about this film. So, you guys start. It's a lot of fun. It is a really fun movie. Like, it's ridiculous and the effects are kind of shoddy, but I that it, it, it just adds to the fun. Really liked it. I just really digged that little twist at the end, like right before the credits. Where they're in a snow globe in purgatory? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, that got me right when we first watched the movie in theaters like that was like oh shit like i don't know i just michael dougherty is probably one of my favorite directors right now and i love all his films trick-or-treat you guys know i watched that on halloween yeah um king of the monsters you know godzilla oh that was really good. amazing film the thing i specifically like about the ending in particular um I mean, it's up to interpretation how you want to see it. Michael Dougherty has said that however you want you want to see it, you know, you can see it however you want. That's fine. You can see it as uh, Krampus is keeping an eye on them in the snow globe and everything's pretty much normal for them. Or they're in purgatory and shit's fucked, you know? Yes. Yeah, like they're just stuck in that house forever. The yeah. worst the worst uh, experience is just being stuck on in your house during the holidays with your distant relatives. Oh no. That's the true nightmare there. But, um, yeah, uh, this is one of the last films of Conchata Farrell, who, uh, we all know as Berta from two and a half men. And also she was in one of my favorite movies in 19 in the 1980s, uh, mystic pizza. Oh yeah. Which we got to cover for the show. Oh, she was in that. Yeah. She's the owner of the pizza place. Oh, nice. Been a while since I've seen that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, this uh, segment of the Christmas special is dedicated to Conchata Farrell. Uh, may you rest in peace. Your immortal words from this movie: "I'll see you in hell." <laughs> we all will see you in hell. May you rest in peace until I get up there. But uh, is that a threat? No, it's a promise. Yeah. All right. So, what were some of your favorite things about this movie? Um, I really liked, I really liked the part with the demonic gingerbread men. <laughs> that was the, where they're kicking, uh, David Cochner's ass. Yes. 
Oh, yeah. This is, is going to make me sound like an uh, A24 nerd, which, you know, you don't want to be one of those. But I actually liked the, the slow burn, like, leading up to Krampus coming in and fucking shit up. I, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Krampus doesn't do a lot of things in this movie besides tongue kiss the grandma. Well, yeah, but, but you're just waiting for him to come come on screen. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll. Oh, God, I got a hiccup fit. (sighs) Bobby, what do you like about this? Again, like what Walter said, the gingerbread gingerbread man scene. Can you think of another scene? Specifically, the part with the fucking nail gun. How about the opening scene? Bobby, how about you talk about the opening scene where they're, uh, where it's, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. And, oh, in the, the retail, the whole yeah. Mock Walmart thing. Uh-huh. That was actually beautifully shot, and I feel like from there, they kind of went with that full-on telenovela-style filming. Yeah, a two-camera setup, you mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, what were some of your favorite characters in this movie? I am a simp. For Adam Scott. Yes. Anything yeah. anything that he does. Fucking Ice Town. Yes. Parks and Rec. This movie. Uh, Step Brothers. I love Step Brothers. Oh my god. Other things he's been in. Step Brothers. Step Brothers was playing at work in the break room the other day. <laughs> we don't talk about. One of my favorite things is. Uh, oh. He's a. He's a regular on a podcast that I listen to called "This How Did This Get Made." Yeah. Um, and he specifically comes in whenever they cover any of the fan, not Fantastic Four, any of the Fast and the Furious movies. Why? <laughs> because he is a self-proclaimed Fast and the Furious expert, and they <laughs> just love making fun of those movies. It's it, it's fun. I would definitely recommend checking out the How Did This Get Made Fast and Furious episodes with Adam Scott. Yeah. Uh, you know, some of them are archived, but it's okay because I have Stitcher Premium. Give a quick shout out to Stitcher Premium. Yeah. If we were actually sponsored by Stitcher Premium, I would uh, ask how much it is a month to subscribe to Stitcher Premium. It was $35 for the year. Oh, that's That's not too bad. For the year. For For the year, yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad for Stitcher Premium. If you're going to say $35 a month, then uh, no. No. I I, I don't want to listen to. Adam Scott talking about Fast and Furious movies that much. Yeah, no, it's uh, basically the entire Earwolf podcast family library and some other great stuff, too. Now, Alex, how about you give me an estimate for how much you believe an Adam Scott OnlyFans would cost per month? Adam Scott would not have an OnlyFans. But I, if he did. He would have a Just for Fans. I would, I would say about seven fifty a month. $7.50 a month. He seems like he'd be okay with it, but I uh, I don't think Adam Scott needs to degrade himself there yet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can put this in like some hot water and it makes a ginger tea. Yes, it does. That has no context to it. We were just talking. You haven't listened to this podcast before, have you? I mean, sometimes. <laughs> Remember, I'm one of the three guys. Yeah. Uh, how about you guys? What are some of your favorite characters that aren't Adam Scott? You're telling me. I'm sorry, I'm not going to let you piggyback off somebody else's words tonight. I mean, David Cockney was fun. David Cockney was fun. I gotta say, Omi, he was pretty interesting. Oh, Omi was great. uh, They missed an opportunity of having her played by Rosemary Harris. Well, uh, never mind. She's not doing shit. No, I was just going to say something inappropriate, but I can't with Rosemary Harris. 
I I I think you mentioned something earlier about Rosemary. Rosemary Harris. No, I said something about Sally Field. I, oh. And Marissa Tomei. I really oh. liked the uh, <laughs> Who played fucking Aunt May in the nineteen seventies TV show? Is she still around? What? Emissary from Hell? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, the, the actual American one. Uh fuck not, not, uh, I will look for you, Tyler. Don't you worry. Was there an Aunt May in the fucking Spider-Man Japanese show? Emissary from Hell. Yeah, the Emissary of it from Hell himself. I really liked, uh... Conchata Farrell. Yeah, I liked her character. And Dorothy. Yeah, she was great. I love Conchata Farrell and everything. Rest in peace, Conchata Farrell. I'll see you in Hell. <laughs> I, yeah, but, uh... Now, compared to the Trick or Treat, what it, I feel like he got to do more... I'm not going to say Tim Burton, but he got to do some more, like, creepy-looking creatures. Because, like, in Trick yeah. or Treat, the only creepy-looking creature is Sam. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and everything else is more realistic. Yeah. I was going to say, it seems like he's having more fun with this one. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, Michael Doherty, I want a Trick or Treat, too. Like... I, I love Krampus. King of the Monsters, pretty great. But I need my trick-or-treat, too, Michael Doherty. I, didn't you say that he's not going to do it until after the next Godzilla? Uh, no. I think he's doing uh, trick-or-treat, too, before the next Godzilla. He does okay. this. That's if uh, Warner Brothers and Legendary decides they want to do more Godzilla. Yeah. Toho is absolutely open to uh, them doing more. You know, they, they love how... Um, they're doing Godzilla this time around. I feel like the Godzilla films just are taking too long to get yeah, on their feet. I mean, yeah, it's it's taking a while, which is unfortunate. I mean, the pandemic didn't help because no. it was supposed to come out a couple weeks ago, right? It was supposed to come out in 2019. I mean... It was going to come out in 2019? Well, okay, so Kong Skull Island was supposed to come out in 2016. Okay. And uh, King of the Monsters was supposed to come out in 2018. Oh, okay. Wait, no, I fucked that up. Yeah, okay, those two were supposed to come out in those years. Mm-hmm. And um, Godzilla vs. Kong was supposed to come out last, no, this year. But then it got, okay, no. It got COVID. Yeah, that. Also, when uh, King of the Monsters was supposed to come out in 2018, it got pushed back to 2019 so that people wouldn't have to wait so long between that and Godzilla vs. Kong. Right. But you see what fucking happened here? It's not fun. Right, right. I just saw this package. It said, meet the knob twins. Oh. Don't mind if I do. That, that's just Dylan and Cole Sprouse. <laughs> well, you see one of their dicks, you've seen them both. That, that's, what, that's what the one who didn't show their dick said. Yeah, and their, yeah. their fucking TV mom was getting kind of confused by all of this. She did. Okay. Fucking Kim Rhodes. All right. I don't know. So, um, anything else we want to say about Krampus before we move on? Uh, Krampus himself looked terrifying. Yeah? Yeah, I really like the design of Krampus. Like, I I didn't want to say Tim Burton, but very just gothic kind of. Yeah. Kind of folklore-esque. It's very Germanic folklore. Oh, yeah. Now, Walter, you say terrifying. I say, looks like he's coming after your boss. Oh, come when on. You're, when you're in bed. Krampus isn't played by Tarantino in this movie. Ha! <laughs> but if you guys don't know The Legend of Krampus, it's basically the bad, negative Santa. So, kids that are good, Santa's going to come here. He's going to give you gifts. He's going to 
you know, he's going to have fun, you know, sit on, uh, have you sit on his lap a little bit, whatever. But anyway, if you're bad, Krampus comes into your house. He doesn't like, you know, murk your entire family, but he'll come and spank you around with some, uh, with some reeds he found. Maybe he'll put you in a nice soup. You know, he'll do, he'll do some bad stuff. It's basically like the bad version of Santa. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Krampus needs his fun. He's not going to make you sit on his lap. You know, it's not going to be enjoyable for anyone. But... Unless you want to. <laughs> so, Bobby, Walter, Tyler, <laughs> would we add this to the Christmas film book club scene ad? Yes. Yes. All right. So, boys, why don't you grab your gifts that I gave you? And uh, why don't you open them away? Bobby, I want you to start. Okay. Oh. What do we got? The Amazon exclusive Kevin Smith book. And another piece of uh, iron merchandise. Get it? Get it? Fine instead of fine. Oh, <laughs> I, sure. I didn't even mean to do that. I don't yeah. even. I'm not even sure if you did. It's a multifunctional headwear, or as uh, the kids post-COVID would like to call it, a uh, face mask. Or a gator. Or a gator. Or yeah. a uh, headband. Really, it's whatever you want it to be. Yeah, it's multi-use. Uh, it's multi-use. Mm-hmm. Look at that. All right, Walter, open her up. PlayStation playing cards and tin. Yeah. Well, turn it around. Looks like a tin PlayStation console. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. A bat. Yes. So you don't keep forgetting stuff at my house, including <laughs> your mic. You yeah. can just throw throw your case in the backpack, and now you can carry it around wherever you go. Yes. Thank yes. You. You're welcome. Merry Christmas to the both of you. This and, Thank you. And speaking of Christmas, I'm still like, we had to delay the show by 40 minutes, folks. You know why? Walter forgot his mic. Bobby got upset with him. Bobby forgot his mic. I got upset with him. Then they had to run home. Hopefully that doesn't happen anymore. So, Walter, it's your turn. Oh, yes. The 90s classic, a retelling of a timeless tale. This is... We're going to watch the Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella film? It's the last movie. The last Jedi? It's the last Muppets movie. Walter, we want you to say what you want to say. Walter, just say say what you need to say. (laughs) Say what you need to say. No one's stopping you. I hate you. (laughs) It's the last movie, the last Muppets movie produced while Jim Henson was still alive. The Muppets Christmas Carol. So, not the Happy Time Murders? Do we have to do that for season three? I've heard it. It's on Netflix, and I can't bring myself to watch it. I've heard it's really (laughs) bad. 
get Molly ready. I know we're watching tomorrow. I guess that's worth a look. <laughs> All right. So we'll meet you guys after the jump with a Muppets Christmas Carol. Let's see if this thing wants to keep going. Everybody say something into your mics. Well, Super California, Fuck you, Walter. And we're back, and we just watched the Muppets Christmas Carol. So, uh, the Muppets, boys, what do we think? Fucking awesome. Love the Muppets. Grew up with them. Based, definitely. Does that, that explain most of the facets of your life, Walter? Were you a Muppet once? I mean, there's a Muppet with my namesake. Oh, God, yeah, there is. <laughs> Truly unfortunate. Good thing I've never revealed that my actual first name is, in fact, Kermit. <laughs> <laughs> Kermit Alex Rodriguez. That oh, explains yeah. a lot of things, but we'll talk about that later. What, what like uh, how I'm short or I have froggy green skin? Yeah. Or I'm always saying hi-ho? Yeah, uh, Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Um, probably one of the greatest stories ever told. Yeah. From what I hear. Yeah, pretty much. You know, uh, apparently, from what I'm told, this is the most accurate adaption, adaptation. Yeah, they take a lot of uh, direct quotes from the book for the dialogue. They, uh, they get the tone of the novel pretty much uh, accurate from what I can tell. Is that right? She says, yeah, so... He just gestured to his fiance Molly, by the way. We, we haven't acknowledged her the entire podcast, but then again, we never acknowledge women on this podcast. W- women, um, don't, women don't exist. No. That's what we tell Walter, so he doesn't feel so alone. <laughs> it's okay, you have that uh, Danny DeVito pillow to keep you comfortable. I hate you. Oh, God, how does it feel that he... How does it, how does it feel that he... What's the word? What is the word? Violence. Imprinted on... Uh, Something that you've bought in him. <laughs> um, so, so I guess on the internet, right? Imprinted a couple times. Uh, people people typically take pictures of like action figures after they uh, oh, imprint on them. Put them in mason jars, yes. Um, <laughs> I think at this point it's a cardboard box. <laughs> It'll and, find uh, a way. Find a way. Finds a way. Speaking of which, I gotta find that Oh damn! Oh damn! Maybe a body pillow if I can. If not, oh well, you know. We'll make it one. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. It's pretty good. I don't honestly. I've said on the show that not that I had a sheltered childhood like Walter's. No offense, Walter. But I had to discover a lot of these things on my own when it comes to media. Like, I discovered Star Wars on my own, I discovered comic books on my own, I discovered all the things that make me me on my own, mainly because my parents don't really like to consume a lot of pop culture. They're mainly just in the now. You know, just movies in the now. You know, my mom has a thing for Mr. Bean. You know, that's a very old show. Very very funny show, um, truly, but definitely they weren't the people to go out and see a movie if they, you know, if they felt it. They they just, they're homebodies, I can tell, definitely. And they have other things. They like the party. They like to the, do other stuff. So I had to find things on my own, uh, which sadly means I didn't really grow up with the Muppets. You know, I remember Sesame Street definitely as a yeah. kid because that's, that's what they show you as a kid, definitely. It's kind of an automatic. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, I was really into Barney. 
Ronnie is the dinosaur something, something, something. It's, Cocaine in the tail. Yes. It's okay. It's all right. There was no you never know. You never know. But um, around this time, I was into stuff like the Spider-Man cartoon show. Yeah. Uh, the Simpsons, definitely. Animaniacs was like my bread and butter. I, I have the strangest memory. There was, you know, the Disney store? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Woodfield Mall used to have something called the Warner Brothers Studio Store. Oh. So did uh Six Flags. They, yeah. But um I remember wanting a Yakko doll from the Warner Brothers Studio Store, and that might be one of my earliest memories. Which another Christmas movie we could do is the Animaniacs Wacko's Wack- Wish, Wish, which was the finale of the original series. Oh. Yeah. I it would be fun. It would be fun to do next season. Um but, yeah, so I miss the Muppets. Yeah. It wasn't until I got into high school and started making friends there that I found out about the Muppets. Well, I knew, like, Kermit the Frog. I knew, like, what the Muppets were. It just, they weren't a part of my growing up. Yeah. So this was actually my first time watching a Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah. Um, I love the songs. I love the way they tell the story. I love Michael Caine. My cocaine. It's, it's, uh, it's good that you mentioned that because um, when uh, Kane was um, when he was being, I guess, interviewed, auditioned for the role, mm-hmm. uh, he was asked how he would perform with the Muppets, and he said that he would uh, treat them like the uh, like the Royal Shakespeare Theater, which won uh, Jim Henson's son over immediately. Brian Henson. Is this his first? The first movie he directed? I uh, think maybe it is because. I know at first I thought this was the last one done while Jim was alive. Uh-huh. He had passed two years prior, and I think his son immediately took over. Okay, and so Brian Henson, that would mean what is it? What, I'm going to look up his... It was either this or a Great Muppet Caper. Uh, I think that was his first. Uh, I can't remember. Well, in the middle of uh, doing research, it's uh, worth noting that... Uh, Brian Henson was also the mind. Hold on. Behind. No, I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. I'm sorry. Okay, Alex is getting to that. I know what you're where you're going at. Okay, I can see you. I can see the gears turning in your head. Another fun fact: this is the first like movie that uh that uh, had Jim Henson's replacement as Kermit, Steve Whitmire. Oh, he had taken over on uh, you know Sesame Street and other Muppets TV shows. Uh, most notably, the uh, the uh, tribute to Jim Henson. Right. Well, this is his first Muppet movie. I was about to say he directed uh, Mother Goose stories. My uh, my perception on when movies are, were released just got turned upside down. Great Muppet Caper was released in 1981. Oh yeah. Oh, so like wasn't it like the sequel to the Muppet movie? Yeah, but I didn't think it was that close together. Oh yeah, it's like Mother Iron's house. True. He directed both the actual movie and the video game adaptation of Muppet Treasure Island. He did episodes of Muppets Tonight, two episodes. And um, I'm just doing the Muppet movies that he's done. Yeah. Yeah. He only did, yeah, he only did Muppets Treasure Island, Muppets Christmas Carol, and Muppets Tonight, and The Happy Time Murders. Which I will argue is a Muppets movie. Technically, it is, but it's not. But well, they, the Muppets, none of the 
traditional Muppets <laughs> characters are in the movie. They did borrow at least 45 Muppets for that movie, though. Background characters. That, that's a uh, Muppet movie in the same way that the remake of The Lion King is an animated movie. Right. Yeah, you are right in saying that, but that's not the thing that people think of. Right. But I think you were supposed to think that it was. Well, according to the Golden Globes, sure. Oh. What, what do you mean by that? Well, they nominated it in the Best Animated Feature for some fucking reason. Yeah. It was but not good. Back to the Muppets. Some of my earliest memories of the Muppets are, like, my parents buying me and my sister, like, old VHSs of the old Muppets show. Like, that they would have, like, major Hollywood celebrities on every week. Like, Steve Martin was on an episode. Uh, Elton John was on an episode. Yep. Crocodile Rock. Yep. Uh, and Which, I believe that Feather Suit is recreated in Rocket Man. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. And they they did not just put kids' humor in that show. No. Well, they, the original title for the pilot. It was called Sex and Violence. Yeah. Puppet Sex and Violence. And because, yeah. because they put it in a time slot where they knew kids would watch it, but they also knew the parents would be sitting down with the kids. That's what we call prime time. Yeah. And Jim Henson tried to put his reference on SNL. That didn't work. Yeah, Lauren Michaels is kind of a stickler on what he gets in there. And then that all changed the day Fred Armisen came on the scene. What did he do? No, nothing. It's just that that's around the time of SNL's decline. Oh. So people say. I still find SNL funny. I don't have cable. But yeah, that you old... Hulu. You can just watch it on Hulu. Yeah, but I'm lazy. I guess. That old Muppet show is just fantastic. It's so fun. Oh, it's great. It's not on Disney yet, is it? On I'm Disney not Plus? sure. It's not... Um, and even on physical media, only the first three seasons are available. Seasons four and five are not released or they're I lost. know this would be around the time that um, Henson was heavily pushing. What was it? Uh, oh, the other day, remember um, when we had people over for that Christmas party? Uh, one of my friends, uh, one of my friends was saying, I don't know if you were there, but I know Molly was there. But uh, didn't Rachel say something about... Uh, how J.K. Rowling didn't want Disney to make the Harry Potter films? Uh, sort of. Um, she also didn't want them to be made in America. Yeah. Because, I mean, you, you know how well, that goes. Yeah, I know. It's just that she specifically said something about them not want, uh, her not wanting, um, you know, Mickey Mouse in wizard robe and, yeah. you know, uh, stuff yeah. like that. Which, ironically now, Universal has, like, the whole Harry Potter world there. But she also said no. Well, yeah, as you do, originally. But um, in contrast to that, uh, Jim Henson, knowing that he was not long for this world, around this time, he was really pushing with Michael Eisner, president of Disney at the time, for Disney to get the Muppet license. Yeah. Because he knew that if anybody was going to be able to keep the Muppets going the way he wanted it to be going, it would be the Walt Disney Company. There was one thing that sort of kept... That kept things, um, you know, in a quagmire of uh, negotiation. Uh, Eisner and the guys at Disney also wanted the Sesame Street characters. Yeah. Uh, Henson wanted to keep those things separate. Right, because I think Sesame I th Workshop is a nonprofit organization. Yeah, yeah. and he knew too. that though Disney would keep the Muppets alive and all the way he would want. Which is that still going now that they're owned by HBO? Um, uh, 
I think kind of because um, PBS does get the new seasons of Sesame Street just after HBO. Typically the right. following year. Okay, so they're a season behind now. They're, yeah. It's syndicated. Yeah. Basically, so, yeah. So kids can watch it. They're just watching older ones, and if they want to watch the new ones, they get yeah. they get, ask their parents to get HBO. But I mean, Sesame Street is kind of like that timeless show. You can watch an episode of Sesame Street, and you kind of can't tell what decade it is from. More right. or less, yeah. More or less. Yeah, I mean, obviously with camera quality and stuff as it is. But content And guest stars. Yeah, guest, guest stars, yes. Yeah. I, I mean, they did do a Game of Thrones parody. Yeah. They did yeah. When the fuck was that? Like, uh, right when they first were acquired by HBO, they did a Game of Thrones. Peter Dinklage was there. Um, I'm, I'm sick and but curious. Very. Uh, so I still, I still need to finish Game of Thrones. I, I, I'm still in season one because I'm lazy. In lieu of the generic, who are some of your favorite characters from this movie? What are some of your favorite Muppets, I guess? Um, overall, I like the, ba- the uh, Dr. Teeth and the Electric Band. Okay. And Fozzie. Fozzie is pretty fun. I, I got to go with Gonzo. He, just him as the narrator, Charles Dickens, that was just a whole lot of fun. But like, just Muppets mop, proper. Oh, well, okay. Well, I'm, I'm fucking retarded. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Still Gonzo. Okay. Uh, and uh, also, fuck it. Sam Eagle. Yeah. I would say for me, um, actually, Bobby, you go first. I've never actually had a favorite Muppet. Really? Yeah. I feel like you're a Rolf guy. Rolf's kind of laid back like him. Yeah. I, I feel like he, you'd be a Rolf guy. And he's also like kind of low-key depressed. Yeah, it's funny that you say that because, uh, uh, well, Rolf was also done by Jim Henson. And it, it was said that by, you know, Frank Oz um, and the others that Rolf was closer to Jim Henson's personality, you know, in real life. Yeah. Hmm. So, so... Laid back and actively depressed. Huh. No, I think uh, one thing I'm going to like start doing on dating profiles is... Uh, I'm, I'm just, a wolf. No, I'm just going to be like, like, hey, I don't care about your personality type. Tell me which Muppet you most relate to. Oh, God. <laughs> and anyone that says Miss Piggy gets blocked. Okay. Yeah. So, I ask you this. What were some of your favorite scenes in A Christmas Carol? The really creepy Ghost of Christmas Future. That wow. scene will always be creepy in any version of this. Like I was saying, I actually grew up with the Mickey Mouse version. That's a good Christmas one, Carol. too. That's yeah. a pretty good one. With uh, Pete just smoking the cigar, and it just goes all the way to this. Oh, my God. And Scrooge McDuck Scrooge as, is fucking perfect. As they, they, Scrooge. Well, I think they made him for that. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't doubt it. Or no, well, I mean, let, like they named him after. Yeah, I don't know if they did the Christmas Carol version first and then did Ducktales. <laughs> yeah, because uh, mm-hmm. I mean, Scrooge McDuck's been around for a while. Yeah, yeah. Mickey's Christmas Carol is nineteen eighty-three. I'd have to see when Scrooge McDuck's first appearance is. He he made his fiftieth in ninety-seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I guess he's not, uh, yeah, I guess he, yeah, 47. Okay. Well, geez, you did, you held that information from me? I said he's been around for a while. Okay, I guess you're right. And the only reason I know the exact date is because of the Hong Kong 97 episode of Angry Video Game Nerd. 
Look, he went through a lot of 97 conspiracies at the end there. It was really fucking weird. All right. So, Bobby, what was your favorite scene from this? Well, aside from uh, the majority of of which I was sleeping. Great nap, by the way. Great nap. Um, Probably the part where I woke up where uh, Rizzo finds himself falling down the chimney and uh, (laughs) running on the goose, or as Tyler was calling it, the... The, uh, what, what was it? The, uh, Flamin' Hot Gooch? <laughs> Tell me what was one of your favorite scenes. I'd actually have to say the, uh, when, uh, Scrooge wakes up and he, he uh, decides not to be an asshole anymore. Oh, yeah. And, uh, that song they were singing, um, thank, what was it? Thankful Heart, Molly? Thank you. Yeah, I just, I really love that, that song. And, it's uh, really good. just, uh, not, not as, in every you know interpretation of a Christmas Carol, it's, it's nice to uh, see that moment when Scrooge, you know, he changes his ways. You know, I feel like Scrooge kind of he's a lot happier in this rendition than I remember in most. Like when he's with Ghost of Christmas Presents, he's actually having fun until he realizes his nephew <laughs> his fucking nephew roasts him. And, him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, he does. He doesn't seem like. He's too much, you know, um, he's not as much of a dick as he has in other versions. Yeah. But, you know, he still gets his moments of savagery in when, uh, um, I forgot what the context was entirely, but there was, uh, these, um, people about to die and he says, well, they should get on with it and decrease the surplus population. Oh, oh yeah. And then that gets thrown back at him later. Yeah. By, uh, gross Christmas present. Damn. So, any final words on A Muppet's Christmas Carol? I think this might be the Muppets movie with the best song. Best songs. Like, as a collective. Yeah, overall, yeah. But, like, nothing will be the first one and Rainbow Connection as an individual song. Oh, yeah. I also really like Life's a Happy Song from The Muppets. That one's pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Life's a pile of fish. Uh, Yes, it is. Uh, Bobby? Are you going with final thoughts on this? Final Um, thoughts. Yeah. I'll snap every time out of time. I hate you. I mean, mean, you know, naps are fine whenever you get get them in, you know? Exactly. And Tyler? hours of sleep today. Uh, this is a bit personal for me because I just, I really love watching this, uh, movie with my fiance. You know, we get a, Real nice time every time we watch it. And uh, someone's getting head tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Not in my guest room, motherfuckers. <laughs> it's okay. We'll uh we'll we'll, we'll try to um I don't know, Chick-fil-A or something. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thank you for uh, not going to your local retailer's parking lot for that. Uh, I guess I could do that. Support hey, local businesses. Please no. No, oh, we're not supposed to acknowledge that they I once saw someone getting Dollar head in general. my. <laughs> Wouldn't I, be the first time. I once saw someone getting head in my uh, in the Jimmy John's parking lot. Oh God! Out. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, no, we like I told my manager and the other worker we just watched them for a while. Oh. How how did you feel? Eh, it was fun. So, <laughs> Bobby, Walter, Tyler, would you add this to the Christmas club book? Yeah. Fuck yeah. 
All right. All right. So now the last gifts of the night. Walters, to me yeah. and Bobby. I see you guys did the thing where you wrapped them all together. Well, wrapped them individually. Basically. Yep. So I will start with... Oh! 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 We have Halloween 2018 4K. The original Halloween in 4K. And... Oh, you bastard. Whiplash in 4K. I know you love that movie. Yeah. And uh, I got Miles Davis, kind of blue. Nice. Which, uh, if you guys know, I am a fan of jazz, and if you didn't know... You like well, jazz? Well, now you know. Now you know. And you don't know, now you know. Oh, no. Oh, my God! Oh my god. I didn't even know they made these. I got a yeah. I, I got a Mopey's Nibbler doll. I'm sorry for screaming like a little girl, but Nibble, Nibbler is adorable. Nibbler from Futurama, a Mopey's. I didn't even know Funko made Futurama Mopey's. He's baby. Oh my god, this is so great. I, Thank you, Walter. You're welcome. And uh, I also got a uh, Spider-Man Marvel's Miles uh, Miles on a PS4. Very which I'm going to uh, definitely wait until January to install because uh, um, data caps. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's uh, one of those things. Yeah. Well, thank you. No. I noticed we each got something with uh, Miles in it. <laughs> you got Miles Davis and uh, Miles Brown. Double Miles. Double Double the Miles. Whiplash starring Miles Teller. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I meant. All right, so Tyler, could you just start cleaning up the studio? We're about done for the night. No, I'm kidding. Uh, since Tyler's our guest here, we let him pick a Christmas movie to show us. So Tyler, why don't you take some time and tell us what we're about to watch? All right, well... If you're aware of the 90s at all, you know that Arnold Schwarzenegger was probably a pretty big thing. So, you take that, you take Trying to Please Your Son, and you also take Phil Hartman, God rest his soul. Fuck you, Andy Dick. Fuck, Fuck Andy, Andy Dick. Dick. Fuck you, Andy Dick. God damn it. Anyways, you take all that, and what do you get? You get the Christmas perfection known as Jingle All the Way. We'll see you in a bit. Alright, let's do that. Bobby, put the cookie down. And we're back after watching Jingle All the Way. So, what were your thoughts, boys? There were a lot of times that characters probably should have died. Yeah, a lot of slapstick in this movie. And, um, granted, I'm I'm fairly certain I dozed off again during this one. But, um, is it just me or, uh... Was it kind of revealed early on that Arnold's character was, a kind of a cuck to uh, Phil Hartman. I feel like Phil Hartman is trying to get with his wife, but... I mean, Phil Hartman's trying. He's just not succeeding. Yeah, I told you, he's probably got, like, a plow list of all the neighborhood wives that he's trying to fuck. True mill hunter. He is. Like, <laughs> you can see that he flirts with, like, every neighbor wife, but he wants he wants that prize of Arnold's wife. Mill hunter. Mad culture, I see. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have, uh, you know... I've been around a while. 20, 27. 
Walter could probably tell you all the guild sites. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> all the women you've slept with? Times it by ten. You get zero still. <laughs> right. I mean, you're not wrong. So this movie, basically, Arnold Schwarzenegger plays a dad who waits until the last minute to get his kid the hottest toy of the season. And basically spends the entire Christmas Eve trying to figure out how to uh, get him this gift, this Turbo Man. And uh, as Walter pointed it out during uh, watching the episode, or watching the movie, um, very, very common with the whole uh, PS5 scare. Yeah. And to a lesser extent, the Xbox Series X. I I feel like the Xbox Series X is kind of like the booster. They're going... There. The Xbox Series X's are still going really quick. They are, but everybody's hyped about the PS5. Yeah. You don't see any memes about the Xbox. Yeah. Like, like, as a new Xbox One owner, you go to the Xbox One subreddit, nobody gives a shit. You go to the Xbox subreddit, nobody gives a shit. You're just happy that people own what they own. Very nice, very nice. So, what were some of your favorite scenes from this movie? I like the uh, the whole sequence in, in uh, the the toy store in the first place they go to. Yeah, because I I just love like the shot of Arnie getting trampled, the the like mad rush to the one section, mm-hmm. the chase after the old lady who got the last one. Right. Bobby, how about you? Um, particularly, I kind of liked the whole uh, Sinbad with a bomb oh, scene. God. It kind of takes me back to uh, Good Burger, like the very beginning of Good Burger, where like he plays Mr. Wheat. He well, yeah, he plays Mr. Wheat, and his car gets hit, and he's trying to like you know sort of end the stereotype of we're not going to put a young black man in jail, right? But now he's turning around in Turbo Man, like, oh yeah, I'm innocent, I'm innocent, I'm innocent. I have a bomb. Okay, yeah. but this came out before Good Burger, like the year before Good Burger. Year before Good then Burger. take what I said and reverse it. Flip it up back in reverse. Thank you. Right. Missy Elliott yeah. was around during this time. No, no she one wasn't. knew who she was before the Super Bowl. Which Super Bowl? I don't care. Uh, Tyler? Uh, I'd actually have to say the diner scene. Well, not just when uh, they're actually getting along, you know, uh, telling <laughs> stories about, um, you know, the families and stuff, but mm-hmm. when it, it just switches and they go back to being at each other's throats again, I thought that was pretty funny. It fucking tears off the phone, like... That what? didn't help him at all. No. And then he tries calling 911 on it. I'm so annoyed with Sinbad's character in this movie. Just because... Leave him alone. Like, why are you following this fucking poor guy trying to get the thing for his kid? He's just a mailman. Like, quit fucking with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to fucking beat you to a pulp. Like, it, it almost gets to a point where I think he's less focused on getting himself one for his kid mm-hmm. and more focused on making sure that Arnie doesn't get one oh. for his kid. Yeah. Like, fuck, that parade sequence pisses me the fuck off. 
Because, like, it's so triumphant. He finally gives it to his son. He finally, he's about to prove that he's a good dad. Then he just fucking pulls up here, be like, hey, what's up? Give me that fucking thing. And, like, fuck, man. And then, and then, and then, and then, the kid just fucking gives it to him. Yeah. Like, shit, kid. You know you're not going to get one. Well, I mean, he's going to, he got the gift certificate. Yeah, he got that, and also the the symbolism of his dad actually uh, giving the shit about him for once. Yeah, he actually is Turbo Man, I guess. Sort of. Yeah. The other guy doesn't, only just got brain activity back. Well. Which is a positive it's a positive thing. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying he only just got it back. Also, why would you build this fucking complex suit that, like, jetpacks still haven't perfected the technology of jetpacks in these days? Look, the answer to that is very, very simple. It was the 90s. I guess. Horses had TV shows. Yeah. Back in the 90s. Mr. But Ed was some good shit. Bojack Horseman. We were or done. horsing around. Mr. Ed was like... That was like the 60s or something. Yeah. Hey, Walter should know. He was a producer on that show. <laughs> TV Land still existed in the 90s. Yeah, I don't think TV Land... Oh, yeah. No, it did. Like in the 70s, right? Uh, maybe. I remember seeing a movie set in the 70s that had the TV Land logo in it. Regardless, TV Land is old. TV Land is old. Walter Main is older. Then Jake Lloyd, our Anakin Skywalker, who is two months older than Walter, or younger than Walter. How do you feel, Mr. Star Wars? Uh, eh. Yeah. I would love it if somebody did, like, a re-edit of this movie. That scene where he sees um, his kid in Sinbad's costume. But instead of uh, instead of Jake Lloyd, it's Hayden Christensen. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, he's kind of busy for the first time in like ten years, though. Yeah, yeah, he's. I'm like not to get super off topic. I'm wondering what the how what, how they're going to incorporate Hayden Christensen in that in the show. I'd say the guy in the suit, guy in the suit, uh, flashbacks, dream sequences, uh, uh, you know, hol- holographic ads. I don't know. No, don't, don't, no, not, not the last one. Not, not be stupid. Yeah. Watch that happen now. Like, like what? Is Vader going to take it off and it's just going to oh, be God. an unharmed Hayden Christian? Are we going to get Jacob Tremblay as Luke? I mean, maybe. Perhaps. That'd be a good pick. I, I've heard, I'm uh, not, I'm not, what's I, his face who plays Winter Soldier? Uh, Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan. Yeah, a lot of people want him to play. Uh, In The Mandalorian, yeah. but the Kenobi would be between three and four. So, so yes, it's ten years after the end of three. Ten years after the... So uh, yeah, so it would be like be, a ten-year-old. It could be like Jacob Tremblay. He's like 13, 14. Yeah, I'm, but he's still got that young face to him. I'm, I'm, I don't remember. He was the kid from Room. Did you see Dr. Sleep? No. Shit. Um, wait, um, he plays, wait, was he Robin on Harlequin? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, that kid. Okay. But I mean, you don't know what he looks like. I mean, from, <laughs> I mean, I figure from the sound of it, he sounds like a young white kid. Yeah. Jacob Tremblay. Oh, that kid. Yeah. That's who we're going to get as Luke Skywalker. Just you wait. He's playing Flounder in the new Little Mermaid. Oh Yeah. Oh. Okay, yeah. that's that means a little bit to me. A little Disney, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm not much of a Little Mermaid fan, but uh, you're gonna see it. Yeah, probably. I might not have anything to do that weekend. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, are you Team Arnold or Team Sinbad in this movie, boys? Ooh, team Arnold. No question. 
I gotta say Team Arnold, but it's just still so fucking entertaining to watch Sinbad go. I'm gonna have to go Team Sinbad. Team Sinbad? <laughs> Is Sinbad a villain in this movie? Yes! Absolutely. Uh, He's just somebody who is done being fucked with. I feel like... He is a postal worker. I'd say he's only really a villain at the end. I feel like I kind of want, like, I know know I've said my piece about this movie a thousand times, but I kind of want, like, a Joker version of Sinbad's character. Like, like his day? I want his day. Like, his perspective. Like, after he blew up the fucking uh, police people in the radio um, uh, thing, that's when he does his turn, because that's the last time we see him before he becomes a thing. That's when he goes into a bathroom and does, like, a weird dance. He does, he does a dance with some artfully together music. But then, yeah. but then, but then, it has a different ending on the rooftop. He corners the kid. He's gonna be fucking deserved. <laughs> Oh god! Jeeps him off the off the off the boat. Like, Kobe, it's all fucking revisionist history. Fucking Arnold, he goes spiraling out. Jamie, no! Get that shit to fucking off. Get that shit to Walter from Channel Lost. Don't do that. Oh god! Oh, does does he do like? Yeah, they do fan scripts. Yeah. Okay. Like, like, dude, they they fucking merged um, uh, Mufasa in a. In a different way. They're going to do that, too. Okay. Yeah, nothing's off limits oh, for those shit. motherfuckers. All right, settle down. Take your pills. <laughs> you can't what you fucking <laughs> Yeah, but I don't know. It would be fun. Uh, yeah, so, no, sadly, there isn't a uh, in-between cool of Sinbad's perspective <laughs> of this movie. But there is a sequel starring oh. everyone's favorite. Larry the Cable Guy. What the fuck? I am. I don't know anything about this movie. Uh, I've just seen the poster and uh, that that's it. I'm sickened, but I'm you know curious. what? Live on the show, we're doing a commentary. We're about to watch the trailer for Jingle All the oh, Way Two. We're gonna watch the trailer, see what we get out of it. Oh jeez, this is the second actual commentary. I. I can't tell, but the beginning of the trailer, I think that's Sinbad. If he came back for this... <laughs> I mean, what else is he going to do? He better be like a cold-blooded fucking killer. Oh! Oh! Oh, oh you have it on mute. Oh, okay. Go back, go back. It's honestly pretty fun. No, it's not! <laughs> Guys, uh, the thing we the thing we owe note about was uh, WWE Studios. Um, <laughs> no, no, this is WWE Studios proper. Oh, oh, that's some bad oh, shit. He always plays a character named Larry. He doesn't know anybody else's name. He's the fucking janitor from Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Okay, I got nothing from that. That was the only trailer I could find of this movie. Oh, God damn it! No! no. Watch no. Mojo, don't sue us! Alright. Um, it's okay, they don't use that music anymore. Good. 
Yeah, I can't find anything else of that fucking movie. We have to do it for the show. So... It's uh, okay, I'm pretty sure you can get it on Voodoo for probably like... I, nice I, I have an idea for ads. something to do after we're done talking about the movie. What do you want to do? Um, I'll, I'll tell you after we're done talking about the movie. Okay. Oh, well, that's ominous. Alright, uh, so... Anything else you guys want to say about Jingle All the Way? It was a fun time. You can see the sequel from three ninety nine on YouTube. Do you guys want to do that? No, no. no. <laughs> but somehow, somehow, um, let me let me just compare scores really quick. It did not. It did not. The sequel has a better rating on Rotten Tomatoes like than what, the original no. audience. Uh, the the original is a fifteen percent rotten. The sequel ninety eight percent fresh. <laughs> I, I fucking hope not. Um, oh, they really got the lore figured out for Jingle all the way too. Well, I mean, gotta. Yeah, you're gonna bring so, bring the sequel back. Sequel is thirty percent. Wow, that is double. That is. It's oh. it's still like you know Damn. that is double it, the score. That's it's one and a half increase. stars, but it is a one hundred percent increase. That is double the score. So uh, tune in next year, maybe, maybe, Probably not. maybe. No. That's what we have to do. That no, that's our that's what we're doing for the Christmas special next year. There's going to be bad Christmas sequels. Oh, God. So you guys have a year to think of it, but Bad Christmas Sequels is going to be our theme next okay. year. Okay, okay, well... Bonus yeah. points if they're if they all just happen to be from all the WWE studios. Oh, God. Is season three the, the year of the WWE studios? <laughs> we can do the call with Holly Berry. I've actually heard that one's not the worst. Wait, what was that one with the, um, the guy who kidnaps that? Um, what's your face? Um, Chloe Grace Moretz in the car? I don't think it's Chloe Grace Moretz. Or someone. It's Some, someone, but Holly Berry is on the line with her the entire oh, time. Yeah, I've seen that. That's like I, I, I did too. That it, I feel like it's a lot like uh, that Chris Evans movie, Cellular. Uh, I've seen that. It's basically the same premise, okay. except he's not a he's not a cop. Yeah. Well, neither was Holly Berry. She was a call operator. Yeah. But like, he had no affiliation with like police oh, okay. or anything. He was just a surfer dude, and like uh, I forget who the who the woman was, but she um, finds a phone after getting kidnapped and she calls a random number and it turns out to be his number. So he has to keep on the line with her trying to get, you know, her unkidnapped. That sounds weird. Yeah. But it's Chris Evans. So, so it's like, so, so it's like one of the taken sequels, but with a walkthrough. I think it actually came out before all the taken movies. Amazing. Yeah. This was like early two thousands. Uh, yeah, wait, so anything... Wait, what, what movie was that? Cellular. Oh, yeah. You remember that one? I was around for Cellular. Yeah. So, anything else you guys want to say on Jingle All the Way? Uh, no, know. it was fun. I know Walter's got his thing. I, I just want to say that, uh, this was actually a movie I used to watch a lot when I was a little kid uh-huh. during Christmas, so, uh, that should probably explain a lot. Yeah. And, uh, Walter found this out during viewing. Uh, what do you keep punching your dick? Why are you, why are you not? <laughs> no. no okay. Like uh, this is something Walter found out during viewing. Uh, the little kid in this movie is played by Jake Lloyd. Young Anakin Skywalker. Hopefully he comes back for Kenobi. 
would be pretty wizard. <laughs> it would. It would. So, uh, Bobby, Walter, Tyler, Christmas? Question mark. Yes. Yeah, sure. I gave a thumbs up. I, I'm aware this is not a video podcast. So, boys, just take the thumbs up. That's season three. How do you guys feel? Mm. Or so, boys, that's season two. How do you guys feel? Exhausted. I feel good. I mean, this is my first episode, so I don't really know. Right. Uh, yeah. So, wait a minute. Oh, you did grab me the alcohol free at Heineken. I think that's the only Heineken in there. <laughs> Alex, I looked and it was what? Alex, what? you would know if there was alcohol. The first out, a bit of I alcohol. I would know if there was alcohol. How would you know? Because I know you when you're drunk. Okay, I'm not going to get drunk off of one bottle of beer if my You've resistance... You've been sober for how long? Five months. Yeah, we had some chili, we had some leftovers. I've been eating heavy lately. You can tell, I got a belly. It's okay. Anyway. Hmm. So, what were some of your highs and lows? What were some, uh, some of your favorite episodes this year? I really enjoyed... Uh, the Back to the Future series we did. Okay. Why? Uh, because it was the first time I saw the films, and they were pretty great. Minus the third. Yeah. Bobby? I'm running on like four and a half hours of sleep. You always are. No, nah, this is like a three-day-in-a-row thing. Um, Put words together. I wish I could, but I don't remember half the fucking year. I'd have to say... Probably one of my favorite. You can't even say like the fucking Hamilton commentary. Okay, well, yeah, that was that was one thing. That, that was definitely a thing that we did. God damn it! I have since movie. watched Hamilton film three times. Very nice, very nice. Tyler, as a viewer's perspective, what were some of our, your favorite episodes to listen in to? Oh, I really liked the uh, the End of the Spider Verse episode. I thought that was really nice. Yeah, that one was great. Yeah. Uh, we had a lot of fun on that one. Yeah, the last Airbender episode. That was actually the first one I ever listened to. Oh yes, because um, I feel your pain. I'm let it out. It's okay. We are among friends. I don't like that fucking movie. <laughs> it was awful. Well, how do you feel about I'm not trauma one? I'm sure he's a nice guy. You know, I like the other things he's done. But just think, he made that movie for his daughter. Is he really a nice guy? He's he made that movie for his daughter, but he fucking hates his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> that was his way of saying I'm fucking leaving. That's, that's his way that's, of saying you're not, you're not going to cause unless you pay for my fucking All right. And that's how, that's the story of how and that's how um, went, went down to the corner store and gave him for 10 years. The visit was pretty nice, though. Yeah. I hear, I hear good things about Devil. I know he produced that. I haven't seen that. Hmm. The visit that the Hansel and Gretel one? No, the one uh, with the, the kids. Visit. That's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, they visit their grandparents. Did he do a Hansel and Gretel one? I think so. Are you thinking of Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters? Yeah. I didn't care for that. I thought it was Gretel and Hansel. No, well, I mean, there was Gretel and Hansel, but I'm talking about the one with Jeremy Renner and um, ben some Gretel, other one. Gretel person. and Hansel. Did he do that one? Uh, I don't think he ever did know. a Hansel and Gretel. He doesn't do a lot of adaptations. Besides Not anymore. Last Airbender. Yeah. 
He, I think he meant to make that into a series. Yeah, he meant to, but you know, just gotta hold out hope for the Netflix adaptation of it. Oh God! I mean, I mean I'm still holding out for <clears throat> Cowboy Bebop on Netflix. Is Ayn still a husky? Ayn is not a husky. Ayn was never a husky. Yeah. But no, I'm saying then they say that they were gonna make Ayn a husky. No. He's gonna be a corgi. Yeah, he's going to be a corgi. The first teaser that they dropped on Netflix last year uh-huh. or early earlier this year rather um, was from Ein's point of view uh, going into the studio into the uh, into the script room and uh-huh. then uh, they, they showed that Ein is very much a corgi. Okay, yeah, I, I heard that too that they were uh, using a, a husky for Ein. Yeah, they were. I guess. Like, it was implied that that might have been a thing, and then they realized that's just stupid. And that's Ayn. Yes. There, right? Yes. This, this yes. is Ayn? Yeah. The, Mr. Data Dog. Best space dog. He's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful animal. All right, boys. I guess that's a wrap on our Christmas special. And to you at home in podcast land, we thank you for joining us for this night of festive, festive Christmas cheer. And truly, you listening to us brings us joy and love and many feelings of tidings we bring to you and your king. And in the new year, we wish you nothing but happiness and luck. But we must always remember that Walter is a cuck. Good night, everybody!